Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me are Steve and Lauren. Hello again. Hello again. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. How's everyone doing tonight? Just peachy. Oh, peachy. Mm-hmm. All right, so we are down one Sharpie for tonight. Hopefully we'll have enough time. All right. So Steve and I just returned from Disneyland in Anaheim. And we have a couple of things to report back on. And things we did, saw, ate. And food. where do you want to start? I like food. I so, know. So Pixar Fest is going on at Disneyland. I believe it goes on. I'm just going off the top of my head. I believe it ends on September 3rd. Uh, I'm just pulling that out of the air, but I believe it's something like that for Pixar Fest. So we wanted to go and experience Pixar Fest and see some of the new stuff. Uh, we left the morning or the night before Pixar Pier opened, which is over at California Adventure. But one of our Pixie Vacations agents was there and got in under kind of the, bought the actual ticket to get in to the sneak peek. Uh, so we have been posting, if, you, if you're if you on our Mouse Chat Facebook page or uh, Twitter uh, for Mouse Chat, we've been posting some photos that, that they've put up to see uh, Pixar Pier. And we'll be back out in a couple of weeks to take a look at Pixar Pier as well. So we'll cover that. I would like to point out that you are correct. It ends September 3rd. Yay. So September 3rd for the end of that. Um, so a couple of things we did. Uh, so Lauren, we did your favorite parade. Did you get to see Paint the Night? Yes. So Paint the was Night. It, was it better than it was before? It is better. It's, it's, well, there's, I think there's more, there's more floats. I, I, and the, and the day after we left, they unveiled a new incredible float for the new movie. <gasps> and I saw pictures of that. Um, so we'll have to see that float. It seems like it's longer. There's a lot of cool uh, things that I don't remember from the first Paint the Night that I saw many, many moons ago when it first came out. The music is still ridiculously <laughs> catchy. Um, I love the music from that. Now, did they, is what's the parade route in... So DCA, we went, it's in DCA, right? Yeah. So Disney California Adventure, we went over by World of Color okay. uh, and stood across from the Little Mermaid ride right there. And we, okay. and we got there because we came out of Cars Land because we were in Cars Land. Um, and I, we probably got there 10 minutes before it started. And we still, oh, wow. and we still had a good spot um, because, well, I'm tall. So we were, we weren't in the front, but we could see above yeah, everybody. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and that's where it starts because people were saying, you know, it could be like 30 minutes or more until it gets to some of the other areas in California Adventure. So we saw it kind of right from the beginning. The also, the nice thing about seeing it right from there too is once it passes is you can kind of get out of the park quickly because you can go over to California Adventure. Um, and Oh, nice. Yeah. So you're not like ha having to wait forever and then go out the main gate. With a zillion people right when it ends. Did you share my video on that? Oh, I haven't yet. I got to share. Oh, I'll put that on there. Lisa has this awesome Lauren, video. Lauren, did you see it? No. Oh, I'll put it out on the uh, Mouse Chat page. So we'll put it on the Mouse Chat Facebook page. She did an awesome video of the parade that you have to watch. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Um. Cool. So yeah, so the parade is, that's, parade is awesome. So we saw Paint the Night. Um. We also saw over at the Disneyland Park, the fireworks show. And I had... I don't think I've ever seen a fireworks show at Disneyland because it's always been canceled, but it actually went off. Me it's, too. Yeah. So it's together forever. 
a Pixar nighttime spectacular. I love Pixar. So we saw it right up next to the castle. So the good thing is, is you get to see the projections on the castle because the castle's not very tall. So you kind of be, need to be close. But they also do the pro projections all up and down Main Street on all the buildings. So I'm not sure where, which is a better place to view it from if you want to be right up on the castle. Um, but they do some cool things. They do the up. They do the up scene. And they, um, they have the balloon with the uh, house. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so. Oh, wow. Okay, so you know how Tinkerbell flies in Disney World, Orlando? Yeah. Yep. So this is how the house flies on cables. Yeah, so the house flies over with the, the castle it with flies the balloons. flies over the castle, and so does Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, and then there's a scene with Buzz Lightyear, and Buzz Lightyear flies over the castle and then back again. So those were. Oh, wow. Little, yes. That was really cool. That I don't know cool. if I caught that on film, on film, uh, on the video. I'll have to double check. I don't think it turned out, so that didn't work. But yeah, so it's, so the fireworks show is very well done. Um, the projections are a little, a little hard to see with the castle being a little short, unless you're right up on it. Um, but yeah, it was a good fireworks show. What else is different that we saw for Pixar Fest or over at Disneyland? Do you want to get it? Oh my gosh. So do you want to get into some of the rooms that we saw? Yeah. I mean, the whole thing was an exciting trip. So the Disneyland Hotel, they have some suites in the Disneyland Hotel. And we got to go into the Mickey Mouse Suite. Mickey Mouse Suite is, of course, it's huge. It's pretty uh, cool. Two bedroom. You've got your master bedroom that's very mildly decorated in Mickey. Um, and then sophisticated Mickey, where it's not crazy and obnoxious. Uh, it's got a huge tub, a huge shower. The bathroom's quite amazing. And then there's a sitting room or a living room. Yeah. It has all kinds of cool Disney paraphernalia, memorabilia. Yeah, there's like you know, old paint brushes, you know, it kind of looks like, like a Walt, uh, like a studio. animation studio. Yeah. And, and that carries over into the dining room area as well. They do have a, a pseudo kitchen that has your, your cool rig and your, uh, uh, an eating counter and almost like a bar. Yeah. There's like a bar area where you could set up drinks and food. And then there's a giant embossed Mickey in the ceiling, you know, that's kind of lit around the edges. I the, love those. Yeah, in the living room. The suites. Mm -hmm. And they've got a table. They've got a dining room table that probably seats eight uh, in there. And there's a kind of a glass showcase between the living room and the dining room full of like Walt Disney artwork and pictures of Walt Disney, you know, at his studio and little kind of Disney uh, paraphernalia or knickknacks. And then you go into the kids side of the suite. And it's all done up in Mickey Mouse, bright red, yellow, black. Has a, a round Mickey Mouse bed. So you could fit two people on there. Um, that's all done up like, you know, Mickey Mouse's buttons and red, black, yellow colors. Uh, and then there's like a little kind of castle thing in the corner that's kind of got the curtains that kind of come down. Kind of like one of those. Um, like. Uh, like you know, uh, like a, the man behind the curtain type of thing. No, 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 no. Like, like a it's netting. not a canopy bed. It's one of those beds with um the bug netting. 
where it comes down oh, to the yeah, circle. Yeah, yeah. There's a little that. circle thing, and there's a giant, like the the biggest beanbag chair I think you've ever seen in your life. It's, oh my gosh, it's it's like three and a half feet tall. Yeah, it's huge. And just as, as wide. It's and then ridiculous. When you're sitting on the bed, you're facing this wall that's all done in Disney animation where they've drawn all this animated Mickeys on the wall, like in black and white. And then they have one of those Xfinity games with a giant TV set set in the wall. And then they have shelves and shelves of all the Xfinity characters that you can put. Because you pick, with, with the game, you have to pick the actual physical character and then put it on the Xfinity console to get it to play. And they've got all, the, like a gazillion of the characters all laid out there that you can play. Um, and then the bathroom is typical kid style with all the Mickey Mouse. It's, you know, it's a little over the top. Some, some of the people are like, wow, that bathroom's a little crazy. I'm like, yeah, but that's the kid's. Yeah, it's supposed to be. <laughs> it's supposed to be. It's a kid's room. That's pretty cool. But it was very nice. And then, you know, it has a doorbell and it has, you know, when you ring the doorbell, the, some Mickey Mouse, it plays some Mickey Mouse thing. Hi, I'm not here right now. Yeah, something like that. Well, no, oh, but someone's here to visit. Yes. Um, so it's very nice. I don't even know what the price is. Uh, I'm sure it's it's pricey. And then there's a, a Frontierland suite that we did not get to see because people were in it. Uh, and then there's a Pirates of the Caribbean theme. They were cleaning it. Yeah, you could so see you just could barely inside. In. You could see like the Tiki Room masks when you first walk in. They're really nice. They're huge. Oh, and the doorbell in there is Tiki Room, right? I think so. I think it is. On that one. Yeah, so these we are in the Disneyland Hotel. Uh, and you can get a, re we can book a regular room or you can book a suite. Uh, but the regular rooms are very nice as well. All of it's nice. I still am impressed with the rooms at Paradise Pier considering it's their lowest priced hotel. You think that you might be walking into Pop Century. Well, I can't knock Pop Century. You might be walking into one of the all-stars, which I think are a little less updated and, and kept than Pop, but you're not. Um, and, and you do pay a little bit more than you will at one of the all-stars, but they're nice. Yeah, the Paradise... Very roomy. Yeah, if you're looking for your entry-level... Disneyland hotel and it's definitely not it's priced more as a moderate to even more of a high price moderate at World or Paradise Pier. Um but they've redone the rooms at Paradise Pier. It used to be a beach themed room and now they're uh, Pixar themed. So they have a little more Pixar flair in the room and of course instead of the beach ball that they used to have on the beds, it's like a Pixar, it's the Pixar ball. So oh, that's cute. Yeah, so those are on the beds now. Did they have the note about if if this ball makes its way into yes, your luggage? They did not. I did not see the note, but they used to have. Yeah, those the the original beach balls. Um, if you happen to take one, they were seventy five bucks, uh, charged to your room. I'm assuming the Pixar balls are the same. Probably. Um, Probably more. And they've redone the elevators in there. Um, so they're kind of like some weird express. Well, I think they've done everything for security reasons. Because everything is um is a lot more locked down at Disneyland. Yeah, it's interesting. Have you seen the Paradise Pier elevators, Lauren? You would know it no, if you did. Not at all. Okay, so it's the touchpad at the door at the when you want to get on, and there's no up and down button. You pick the floor that you want to go to. Yeah, so you type on the outside. You, there are no buttons with floor numbers on the inside. Yeah, and there's yeah, there's no buttons at all. So there's a yeah, there's a keypad or a giant touch screen on the outside of each elevator. And you say, I want to go to floor 12. And then an elevator comes down 
or floor 12 and you get on and it goes right to that floor. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, and you have to have, um, I guess your room key to activate the elevator so nobody can go up and down except the guest. Uh, and then over at the, uh, Grand Californian, they are not letting you walk through, you know, how you could walk from Paradise Pier or anything, you know, through the front of the hotel, past the, you know, you cross the street and you cut through and you go to the, if you're not right. a guest, if you're not a guest, you can't get past the guard gate at the front where the cars are. They're, oh, they're, wow. they're not letting, they let us through because we were on a tour, uh, but they're not letting people that are not staying in that hotel through the front gate by crossing the street anymore. Yeah, I mean, they, they stopped it from being a shortcut. If you have business there, uh, if you have a reservation or something, you certainly can. Okay, that's pretty cool. But yeah, they kind of cut it off. And we went to, so there's an Alani uh, room model. If uh, So we got to see that. It's actually behind the Disneyland Hotel. So we had some of our pixie agents with us. So we got to go through, a, was it was a, a one-bedroom? It, I think it was, was a, a two-bedroom. Two-bedroom Alani room with the living room. Yeah, I think it was a two-bedroom. So uh, that was very nice. And then we got to eat over at Napa Rose. Napa Rose is pretty fancy. So Grand Californian. And uh, we had dinner there. Lisa's pulling up the, the menu. But uh, I, I went with just the tried and true steak option. Did you? So what else is on the, what else is on the menu there? Well, we started with a couple of pizzas. Okay, so we had um, we had some pizza appetizers or some some flatbread appetizers. Those were good. Um, I psyched myself out because I ate the goat pizza, and that's completely out of my comfort zone. And it was good. It was very good. It had like a a braised goat, and it was good uh, with some. Some caramelized onion and yeah. What was the other one? Now, did you know it was goat? I did not know it was goat. No, and it tasted just like beef. Tasted just like braised beef. Did um, it look like beef? Yeah, it was cute. Really, really, with a little goatee. Mm-hmm. It had a little bow on it. Okay, you're a dork. Um, but it was actually very good. Mm. And if I could get over it in my head. I would have had more, but of course I got inside my head, even knowing it was really good. And I don't know why. Don't ask. It's, yeah, it's so all cycle. So she ate a bunch of it until someone told her what it was. And then she stopped. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I did. Mm-hmm. And then she tried to put the goat back together. What? Put him outside. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, yeah, just- you're fibbing. <laughs> now you're being disgusting. Well, he was already... Someone said he's already dead. Yeah. It, the conversation turned very quickly because like, I'm like, already, I just can't do it. They're like, it's already dead. Oh, that was Tammy. He was already on the pizza. Yeah. She's like, it's dead. Not eating it isn't going to help him. Now he died in vain. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I'm not eating this. <laughs> so, yes. All right. So for an entree, I did the New York strip that it was on an onion fondue and mustard creme. And we a, did get some sides. It we had a bone a, marrow fritter that came with it. It had the bone marrow fritter. That you didn't try. It was very good. Steve says, 
It tastes just like a Krispy Kreme. It was like a. It was. It was <laughs> like what? a. It was like a fried. What kind of restaurant were you eating at? I... Goat, bone marrow. What? <laughs> this what? is Napa Rose. Was, it's Napa Rose. They're very uh, out there. Very fancy. Yeah. I had the bone marrow fritter. It was really good. Nobody. Well, she didn't eat hers. But what else was on the menu there? Yeah, I did not do that. But then we got some sides. Oh, on the main menu? Yeah. Because we both had the. Because um, we both went for the uh, prime. The Creekstone. New York. The New York, right? Yeah. Um, but there's, of course, the sustainable fish. There's a veal chop. They have a roasted um, chicken, free range chicken, roasted spring lamb. And let's see, they had salmon and then a portobello mushroom cannelloni. So those were your main course options. But you could get sides as well. Oh, they had a, sides. And they have a veal chop. And that's it. That, that's say the. That? I said that. Oh, did you say veal chop? Yeah. So that's it. There's like. Seven to eight main course items. Yeah, not too many. So seven. So then the side dishes, they have braised greens. Um, oh, great. Anchovy. Didn't know I was eating anchovy. Mm-hmm. Anchovy. Ooh, I'm not gar- a fan of that. It has anchovy, garlic, red chili, and lemon. Um, I did eat the greens, and now I guess I've eaten anchovy. Yeah, they were good. Again, it's a head thing. Uh, they also have uh, hearth roasted fingerling potatoes with caramelized onions and Comte cheese. That was good too. That was good. And then the hit of the table, truffled mac and cheese. And this had the Parmesan cheese with the sauce. Uh, it was. Yeah. The, the That was really good. The truffled mac and cheese was the hit. It was almost. It comes out in these little like copper pots. Oh, yeah. With a spoon in it. So Probably like a, a two-cup serving. Yeah, like a cute small copper pot that you maybe get, I don't know, three servings out of. Yeah. But it's so they're meant rich. to share on the table, but it was almost sweet to me. It was good. It was so smooth and creamy. It was buttery and it was, yeah. it was pretty good. It was good. And mm. then I had a glass of, glass, a nice glass of red wine with everything and then... And even the desserts, um, you know, because sometimes the desserts aren't great, but the desserts there were fun. I like I liked all the different desserts. Yeah, they had. See, I wasn't a fan of that one the last time we ate there. It was just okay to me. But I'm also not into fancier meals, so that might be part of it. For yeah, me. I struggled a little bit with um, the options just because it's all so fancy and above me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did get my traditional steak, um, but I did go outside of my little comfort zone. And, yeah, like uh, we said, there's seven entrees to choose from. One of them is steak, and the rest of them are a little more well, unique. Chicken's pretty normal. Yeah, the chicken one is is pretty pretty normal. Um, but yeah, and then we uh we had service was great, really good yeah, service. Yeah, we at had the table. Christopher with a K. Thanks, Christopher with a K. Um. And the restaurant is really nice, and it's in the Grand Californian, which is a beautiful resort. You know what? Our table, I felt like some kind of royalty because they they sat us at this long table for like 10 people, 12 people, and it just seems so uh, elegant. Just the way it was set apart from everyone else. It was almost like getting that center table on a cruise. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, and and that kind of feeling, like, oh, who do you have to be to sit? It was here? like it was like shuffleboard when I would ask Lisa to pass the salt. It was no, 
We had 12 people. That's why it was, it was long. that's why we had a big table. Yeah. Had like two of us at a big table. No, it was very nice. Yeah. It, it, it definitely wasn't like some of those places where you go and you, Hey, we have a party of six and they sit you at like a party of two table and you're like, what? And then how am I going to fit <laughs> I all this? Hate that. Yeah. And you're like, that's huge bad. pet peeve. Yeah. And you're like, really? So yeah, you had some elbow room. You had room for the sides. You weren't like trying to navigate the no. bread and no, the whatever. So it was. Yeah, it was very, it was nice. The restaurant's nice, atmosphere, s- service, food. I thought it was really good. So definitely. Well, we did have a little trouble getting there. I don't remember that. We we had Oh, Ubers. was that when you were on the phone with me? I I don't know. I was I on the phone you with you a lot. <laughs> yeah, we definitely did Uber a lot around uh, Disneyland. Yeah, we Ubered. Uh, it's like Const- 5.50 to get just about anywhere. So we were at the Anaheim Majestic Gardens, which is an offsite property. It's uh, very German-esque, in my opinion. And um, so we could Uber from our resort to the park. Yeah. Um, they did have a shuttle every yeah, 30 there, minutes, yeah, which was fine. Yeah, a, a free shuttle. Yeah, free shuttle. And uh, it went every 30 minutes uh, to the park. And then every 30 minutes, it would also go from the park. So it wasn't bad at all. You could time it. And um, during busier hours, they do have four buses they can run, so they would. If crowds were high and lines were long and people didn't make it on the bus, they'd just dispatch another bus, which is nice. But we would Uber and from the hotel to Paradise Pier, from the hotel to Disneyland Park, 5.50. I was like, wow, that's really good. Especially if you just miss the bus and you're like, I have to wait 25 minutes? Ooh. No. So. Well, we have very little patience with that on a normal basis. So we're pretty bad that way. Yeah. So uh, definitely like Ubering in Anaheim. I think our my highlight for Disneyland is the Max Pass. Oh, let's talk about the Max Pass. So Max Pass. Well, they, at Disneyland they have the original Fast Pass system where you get the paper Fast Passes, and that's still the system that you can use now. But you can get them on your on your phone with the Disneyland app. So this is Lauren, what we were always wishing they had at Disney world. Okay. So you're like, I don't want to walk all over the place and get the passes. I just want to get them on my app. So it's $10 per person per day, which originally I was like, Oh, that's steep, but it is so worth it. It is absolutely, even for a family of four. We used it every day. We had nine people, nine people in our group and you could never do this at Disney world. Nine people show up, and we could connect. So what happens is you walk in and I, you, I was the person who created the group and the app. He was the fast, the, the max pass master. So, so you, you can control everybody. Yeah. So I can. Okay. So, so how do you get control of everyone? So you just scan their ticket. You just hold your phone over with the camera over their barcode on their ticket. Okay. So Steve goes into the Disneyland app. So yep. real quick, you don't have to link your account to 14 other people's accounts. No, you just scan their ticket. So you correct? just scan the back of their ticket. So whoever okay. and you then, want, and it's I'm, really quick. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt one more time. Okay. Can they, if you scan their ticket in your account, can mm-hmm. they still control their ticket or do you have to control only their ticket? No, they can still book if they wanted to book one on their own. Yeah. And they'll ask, okay. do you want to cancel this and book this? Yes. But okay. what's cool. also good is if you have a multi-day ticket, it stays in the phone, in his phone um, for the next day yeah until the tickets oh. gone so i linked nine of us together like as soon as you oh, walk 10, in, really yeah as soon as you walk in the gate 
everyone just held out their ticket and you just literally, it, you push, okay. You, you, you know, you put link and then it takes a picture and it's, it's linked. And then you hold it over the next one, you hold it over the next one and then everybody's there. And then so, you pick your fast passes. So it's kind of funny. You can't buy the max pass until you're under the railroad. Oh yeah. Yeah. You have to be in the park. I thought that was interesting. So ah. yeah. So, well, you can buy it in advance. I mean, if you wanted to buy it through us at Pixie Vacations, we sell it with the package. Yeah, you can buy it with us, but to get it on your app, I yeah. think you need to wait until you're under the Yeah, to activate for yeah. the day. Yep. And so um huh. Yeah, so you go so everybody and then you pull up all the rides. You say I want I'm in Disneyland Park or I'm in California Adventure, you pick which park you're in and then you pick your your ride. And then He was so good at this. Oh my I gosh. have to give him credit. He had we us rode we we rode so many things. I've never ridden that many rides at a Disney park ever. It was like an orchestration. And it was and it was, it was packed. It was the middle of summer. It was so busy and we rode everything so many times. It was insane. But there are some rides that are excluded like Peter Pan. Yeah. Well, Peter Pan, it, it, it's only the rides that have yeah. fast pass. Yeah. You have to. So if the ride doesn't have fast pass, it doesn't, it doesn't show up. So, um, so we, you know, like Space Mountain. So basically you pick a, you pick a ride and then 90 minutes later you get to pick your next one or uh, if you're there early in the morning and you pick a ride, and then as soon as you redeem it, it lets you pick another one. So, so you could in the morning you could you know pick a whole you know pick one ride. As soon as you're in the line for it, you pick the next one ride. Yeah, but it's nice because you were able to get uh, Radiator Springs Racers, yeah. which was like an 8 p.m. reservation, but you didn't have to wait until after 8 p.m. to get another fast pass. Yeah. You just wait the 90 minutes and then it lets you pick a next one. So basically every 90 minutes, no matter where you are, even if you haven't used the fast pass, you can keep adding them on. So you could have like, you know, at certain times we had like four of them that we had. And and you can also book them for the exact same time slot. So we had a, a fast pass from like 10 to 11 and we had another fast pass from 10 to 11. So you can double book them over the same time slot because you have an hour to use them. So, I mean, we... So we took a huge group of nine to 10 people all around Disneyland. Yeah. Some people when we rode times. every, we rode the Matterhorn, we rode every single, you know, Radiator Springs Racers. I'm just saying. Guardians of the Galaxy, Mission Breakout. Um, bobsleds, the um, Matterhorn. I think I'm a once and done because the, se- <laughs> the first time was so oh, much fun. Too. I won't do them. Oh, and so the rough. second time, it was rough on my old weary body. Yeah, they're a little, they beat you up a little bit. It's fun at night. Um, but yeah, the Max Pass is so awesome. So we rode so many things, just one after another. And then every, and I just kept booking them because they were open till midnight. So, you know, with the uh, Disneyland Park. So we would just keep adding them and adding them and adding them. Well, it was funny because Steve would add them when we weren't even there because we got tired. Well, we would leave and, and then to go back and then we left the fast passes for everyone else. And then for everybody else, I would keep adding them to the system in case they wanted to use them. So they, so they had a bunch and, and we even, the other nice thing is you can park hop. So we, um, would sometimes book some at Disneyland and some over at California Adventure and we would just, you know, it's not ideal cause you have to kind of go through the gate, which takes a little bit of time, but, um, if you wanted to do something at the other park, um, you could do it. So it was, it's definitely worth it. Uh, so I highly recommend Max Pass. 
And it's even better now. I hate to even tell anybody about it because, <laughs> because I mean, those, those, some of those rides had 90 minute waits and we would walk right on. Oh, then the other coolest thing that happened to us. Oh my this, gosh. This is the best thing ever. I don't even, I was there and I don't know what happened. So we were on Big Thunder Mountain. Oh. And we're riding the ride and we get to the lift where the dynamite explodes. You know, you're going up the hill and you're in kind of a cave and you see the, the fuses lighting and then it lights the dynamite and then the dynamite blows up and the rocks fall and then you go down the hill. So we get all the way to the top of the hill and part of the train goes over the hill and it just stops. And it just, the, oh. whole, the whole ride stops. And half of the train is like, part of the train is over the hill and I'm in the very last car. So I'm on the bottom of the hill. And, um, well, you're not at the bottom of the hill. You're just, well, I'm, yeah, my hanging on the, on the part that goes down as opposed to the part that's yeah, over. We're all over at the top. some extreme angle and you're thinking, well, Hey, we're reclined. But then after five minutes, you're like, this is kind of bad on the neck. So then the lights come on and all the sound effects stop and they come over the speakers and they evacuate. This is the first time I've ever actually been evacuated off of a ride. Cause you know, you're on some of those rides and you know, they stop it or slow it down to let somebody on in a wheelchair or something. So, you know, you know, you know, uh, um, whatever haunted mansion or something, but no, this was like full, full shutdown. So they come out and they come walking over. Um, and our car, our train had stopped just past some safety mechanism. So they couldn't evacuate us until they got maintenance out there. And so the maintenance people came out and they had to chain down the train because I think it was at a spot where it could go over the hill. Like if the weight shifted enough, like if they, you know, let, you know, if they unloaded it in the wrong order or whatever, because part of it was over the top of the hill and part of it wasn't. So they had to chain it down so it wouldn't move and they put all these big chains on it. So we were on that train for about what? 35 minutes, 36, 36 minutes. We hung out on the train, but, um, as a Disney fan, it was wow. cool because That's a long time. I know it was a, it was a while. Um, as a Disney fan, it was fun because you got to see how it worked, and you got to so getting out of a train on an angle like that is not the easiest thing either. Um, because and and the and the kind of the stairs that are next to that ride aren't really stairs like you would expect. But we got to walk all the way through that almost the entire ride to get out. Because we had to go through a back door that put us on the top of the hill that has the, uh, you know, where the water effect is, where the water's coming down and the train goes through the middle of it. And they have okay. all the whirlpools with the pretty lights underneath. So we walked, we walked up one entire hill and then we walked down that one with the water and then we walked through the caves or whatever to get back to the front of the ride. So it was cool. If, yeah. And of course we get on. So we're getting on the train and there's this little boy and he's like up in the front and he's, and, and she's like, can you hold it? Cause we're at the front of the line. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, I can hold it. And then of course he's on the, he's on with us, but he was all at the front of the train and they were like talking to the people. There's like, there's a little boy in the front who's a little scared and he really has to go to the bathroom. So that poor kid was on there for like 36 minutes extra. Plus we had to walk all the way out of there. And then we got two, oh then they gave us all two free, uh, anything fast passes. Um, oh, that's good. And they were even good for Pirates of the Caribbean, which doesn't have fast pass. 
Yeah, that was nice. So we had to go and ask what we do and they walk you to like a back area and they kind of let you in with the Pirates of the Caribbean extra fast pass that nobody else can get because um, for some reason that, that has a big line there too. So we did that, that with that. That's an awesome ride. So yeah, it's a really good Pirates at Disneyland is good. So Max Pass, awesome. Getting stuck on uh, Big Thunder Mountain was a, was a bonus. <laughs> so that was cool too. That's pretty cool. So you did what? Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout? That was my first time. It what? was so much better than just plain old Tower of Terror. So prior to the conversion, I think Disney World was better because it has, I think, better drop sequences. But now I think Disneyland has a better ride. Um, and there's... Uh, you know, the music that gets you going, the whole story behind it. It's very, I mean, I'm smiling and laughing the whole time, which I don't know. I don't know if they just have more drops and ups and downs and it's just pretty cool. I like it. I'm, I'm very curious to see it. Like I haven't done it yet, obviously. Um, I'm really, 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 really curious to see like how different was it? Was it just Totally different theming. Did it feel like a completely different ride? So it's very impressive that, I mean, even pre-show. So the entire, from the moment you walk through the doors of the so-called tower of the hotel, um, I don't know what it is now. It's now a, it's not a training facility. It's a. I don't know. I think if I remember correct, the theme is that it's like some collector who's gone around the galaxy and, and yeah, collected, he collected the people and collected odds and ends or whatever. Um, and so that's kind of the main area that you walk into and then you walk into the little room and I spent a I didn't write it this time. Um, but I wrote it when it opened. Uh and then you Rocket, who's the raccoon, doesn't he talk to you in the pre-show? Yeah. So the pre-show, of course, isn't Twilight Zone. It's Rocket. And you're you're talking, you're listening to something and then you start seeing Rocket and his tail and then he stands up and he's he he escaped and so there's a whole story from the, the minute you walk into, in through the doors, you see all the collections. There's this dog that's pretty awesome. I know. You'd have to be there. And But yeah, Rocket does some, when you're in that room, there's some very little subtle things that happen along the edges that you got to have to kind of look out for. Uh, and then, you know, you have, then you're, you're in the, in the ride to the, you know, the eighties uh, mixtape. So you always have some really good music for the, for the ride. Yeah. I did it with a bunch of travel agents and we had the entire elevator and we had one of the guys who was really awesome, who was, um, who went with us, who had us, you know, yelling and screaming and, and chanting the entire time, like a Brazilian tour group. So it was, it was a different <laughs> experience for me because it was, it was a lot of fun, but literally none of us heard any other ride because we were always doing something <laughs> besides the, <laughs> because we had our own, our own car to all of ourselves. So I, so that we, we heard none of it, but, um, but everybody was screaming and laughing and crying the whole time. And, um, for me, it's just, I, I, I get too motion sick and it's, I can handle tower terror, but the guardians is so much more up and down that I was like, yeah, I think, you know, after the first initial, uh, however many ups and downs, I was like, okay, how many more? <laughs> and then, right. Then half of our group sat out and half of our group wrote again. 
So for me, it was just too many ups and downs. And I was like, okay, I just, I couldn't, no way I could do it again um, for a second ride. But if you, if you get motion sickness, I'd take a couple of those pills and you'd probably be fine. I, I love it. Yeah. But everyone else loves it. I'm excited to try that one. And then the other thing, Pixar Pier opened, but we did not. It opened the day after we left, and I think I said we posted some photos. But so the um, Incredible Coaster is open now. Which... Yeah, big big thumbs up to Michael. Thanks to Michael, um, one of our pixies that was able to get in and post pictures. Yeah, it was awesome. So the Incredible Coaster is open. The Mickey's uh, Fun Wheel has uh, now been changed into a Pixar themed. Which, which I'm not very excited about, but it's, you know, it's kind of the same. Uh, well. It's got a new theming to it. But the whole area is themed nicely. Uh, and they have more things coming. They announced a couple new smaller rides just a couple days ago uh, that are coming over there. And then they have a bunch of different treats, shopping. They have a lot of themed food, which is good. Yeah. And then the Lamp Lounge or whatever, you know, the lamp from Pixar. There's a, there's oh, a the new. the Lamp Light. Yeah, the Lamplight Lounge, everybody's raving about that. That seems to be like kind of the hidden gem that nobody expected. Um, so if you want to go to the Lamplight Lounge, they have some unique drinks, uh, and everybody's posting those all over Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. So that seems to be kind of a hidden gem hit. World of yeah, Color I've heard was that's closed. Very popular. Yeah. And then the World of Color was closed um, and being redone. Uh, so they were working on that. So I did not get to see the World of Color. But once that is all put in place, I think it'll be pretty nice. We got to ride Luigi's too. Remember, it used that to be, was actually fun. It used to be the Luigi's flying tires, and now it's that the little cars, the, the little dancing uh, cars. Oh, that looks cute! I it's, saw the video of that. It's so cute. It's it's actually fun to do. Um, so we rode that. It was much better than the tires ever were. <laughs> Well, yeah, when I you like start when you start spinning in a circle, it's like whoa. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, head over to Disneyland. Ex- get the Max Pass because it is packed. Stop it! It is so. It's like Disney World used to be during the summer. It is really busy. Mm, and, stop um, telling everyone. And downtown, uh, yeah, downtown Disney. The new World of Disney. Half of it had opened. The other half is probably open by now. Uh, it's got a cleaner feel. It's got a lot more room. It's not uh, packed with uh, displays. So it's got a nice modern feel to it. Uh, and there's a ton of stuff that they closed at downtown Disney because they're going to build another hotel right there by the monorail. So uh, AMC closed while we were there. Uh, yeah. ESPN closed. The, it was the last day for the Rainforest Cafe when we were there. Uh, I heard... Earl of Sandwich was closing too. Yes. Yep. Earl of Sandwich is closing. I'm sad. They might. There's there was word that talk. they there was talk that they might move Earl of Sandwich somewhere else because it is pretty new. Um, it's pretty popular. Yeah, and it was still open when well, we were I heard there. Starbucks might get moved too. Well, there's a there's two Starbucks there now, and the the newest Starbucks is is going to close because it's in anything that's from like that AMC. Uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Rainforest Cafe area is where the hotel is going to be. You know, the the Alamo rental car, the Disney travel company, all of that is is going away and the hotel is going right there when you first enter between Disneyland Hotel and the entrance. And it's going to be on the monorail. 
So yeah, and the monorail is going to be closed for a while. Yep. So there's a lot. Oh, here's a tip that I should have known. Don't use that monorail for transportation. Uh, oh, oh, it's terrible. Oh my god, that was bad. So we we wanted to ride it to go into the park and and to make a dinner reservation to get in there, and they they don't have to get off when they come into the station from the Disneyland side to the downtown Disney thing. So, I mean, like a monorail would come in and literally two people got off and you have like hundreds of people waiting to get on and two people get off. Oh my gosh. So it was a lot of monorails until we finally got on it to get into Disneyland. So use it for fun, but expect, don't use it for like, Hey, I'm going to, we got 40 minutes till our dinner reservation. Let's ride the monorail. No. But yeah, we had, so good, we had a good time. Anything else, Lisa, on Disneyland? Um, I don't think so. Um, it was chilly. So just because it's June doesn't mean it's going to be warm. Uh, we had sweatshirts during the day, some of the days, and then also at night. Yeah, it would get up. It would get hot during the day up to maybe 80. But in the morning and at night, it would be like in the low 60s. So I spent like $55 the second I walked in on a Disneyland sweatshirt. So just be prepared. Yeah, for, it was our first purchase. Yeah. Be, Ridiculous. Yeah. They have them right by the register for everybody who. Yeah, they're like on those portable racks because yeah, they know that they got gotcha. you. Yeah. Everybody who comes to Disneyland unprepared thinking it's going to be sunny and warm. Uh, although I think it was a little odd the week we were just there that it happened to be a little chilly. But uh, it made it nice for standing outside and it wasn't blazing hot the entire time. So, but yeah, as soon as the sun went down, you needed a sweatshirt. I would so much rather have a sweatshirt than be hot. Yeah. It's um, dying. Any, any day. But yeah, if you want to go, we can book it for you at Pixie Vacations. Lauren, Sharpie, just let any of us know and we can get you over to Pixar Fest, Woo-hoo. Pixar Pier. Uh, any of the on-site hotels or or if you want to stay off-site, any of the off-site hotels. All right. So with that, we're going to wrap up. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have comments or questions, please send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. If you enjoy listening to the shows, you can find some more, whole lot of archives over at mousechat.net and also at iTunes. Thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat. 